This is Navigate with ID Enang. It's kind of interesting because uh, this is moving into a new month. Yes. And um, one of the things I would like to put as a theme um, is centered around making life count. Hmm. Um, and when you truly look at it, the you know, children are the heritage and the fruit of the womb is the reward. But you ask yourself, um, going through that process, uh, so many things that people are doing now and uh, taking things for granted. Relationship is the currency of the spirit. Mm. People don't understand. Um, unfortunately, uh, I don't know how we got to where we are. Uh, not being sympathetic, empathetic to each other's causes, but people have short fuses. But Very when you true. really check, you realize that there are so many empty barrels. Because empty barrels make the most noise. Unfortunately, the picture of the nation is a picture of the people. And when people are empty, the only thing they can, the noise you get is the sound. So people are not really consuming most of the things you're saying. I was just listening to you and I said, but it's so true. You know, if, um, if, if you have a partner and your partner is not responding you you need to find out why mm -hmm. you need to ask the question what and then you need to both arrive at a place called there mm. and that's that's just it from the little setting at home brother sister yes. brother brother sister sister cousin relations family then you step out of your home or your house into the street your neighbor good neighborliness mm. just starts from a simple good morning. Do you know these days? I don't. I don't know how we got here. You can wake up and somebody sees you just coming out I and you're walking out, <laughs> and they just look at you and say, no. "And do not say anything." Do not say anything. Oh, so, how do you think that we're going to build a strong and viral nation? Is it when you know common things come up? That's why I'm not a social commentator because it's a waste of time, space, and breath. But I trust God that um, all of this will not be in vain. I believe that Nigerians and truly the continent is yet to find that real um, space that these people call Nigerians and the world itself. Nigerians are a very special species of people. I believe that God created and made us specially. You can't have two races like us. We must just be able to make it. So thank you for, for those thoughts you shared on, thank that you, you dished Lady. out on the dish. Yeah. <laughs> thank uh, you, Uncle Lady. Keep dishing and the Lord himself will dish more for Amen. you. Amen. So you can share with us, okay? Amen. Well, on that note, a good place for me to say good afternoon, distinguished listeners. I had to uh, judge her with my boss. You know, many of you don't know that if he's Mauga. Uh-uh, Uncle Lady, how? Leave, leave that. How can? When, when, now, now I don't tell no con, we're right. Hey. <laughs> Uh, leave that thing. You know, this is oh procedural goodness. inside the studio, just like the you know, a pilot. Yes, huh? the pilot is the CEO of that. Many people walk in there and say, that I'm Mr. You can be whoever you are. If the pilot says that you need to get off his plane, hmm. you get off that plane. There's nothing you can do. You can be Mr. Governor, can be Mr. Who, you'll be out. Hmm. And then the POSA is the chief operating officer. Hmm. So, in this particular space the ceo of this beautiful morning belt is none other than the radio butterfly 
So passengers <laughs> like us who are coming in here <laughs> passengers to oh, offer service have to respectfully oh, respect yeah. the the chair uh, of um, of uh, if that chair you sit upon. Mm. But it's good to be here, friends. Um, thank you once again. Uh, Thursday was scintillating. I got so many messages, and thank you. Thank you for your warm thoughts. Very many of you expressed same to me privately yeah. that uh, about my, you know, having yeah, to connect. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it was quite interesting, but wow. honestly, I had to do it. I had to do it because I feel a sense of commitment. Of course. And not just a commitment, a deep sense of commitment. Um, I don't know about you, but my coming here every Tuesday and every Thursday, or whatever day it is, um, to come share also learn from you takes a lot but then it is necessary at this point in time because each and every one of us we are as good as the next person if i do not see any good in you then i am setting up myself for failure when i say some things to people ask me a question and say why do you spend so much time doing what you do don't you just id for crying out loud how many how many people would have come through what you've done and then all of a sudden, how come most of your colleagues or guys that were executives like yourselves, mm. CEOs and whatever, why are they not doing this to share? I said, you should ask them. I have, I have a mandate yes. and I have understood what life purpose is for me. And because of that, I'm on that trajectory. I said, wouldn't it please you to have, look forward to in Nigeria where my seven-year-old daughter Morenica, by the way, Ify, do you know a lot of people end up asking me every time they say your daughter, Morenica, mm. but are you not from Akwaibom? I say, yes, what has that yes. got to do? <laughs> you know, that's, it's even a fundamental point mm. that I've had that question asked on the average, at least I get it monthly when I get to talk about her. And then they say, oh, how's your, how's your daughter? What's her name? I say, Morenica. And you hear someone get startled like, okay, wait a minute. Yeah, how, how did that happen? How did that happen? Mm-hmm. And I'll keep repeating it to say, first and foremost, why do we have to box ourselves to say, why can't I give myself or my daughter Ifunaya? Mm-hmm. Must it be a tag or it to be Igbo? It doesn't take away from her coming from Akwaibo. Mm-hmm. What has that got to do? I've lived, I was born in Lagos, island maternity here. And so does that in, in any way confer certain um, things around me that would... Yes, I know your birthplace is key. Honestly, birthplace is very key. The location is key. Because if you want to find out, yeah, you are here and they give you a green passport and then many of you are dashing to go to US or go to Europe so that the passport will be different and you can tour the world. But I will tour my country first. But in real sense, what I'm trying to say in essence is when I looked for that name, the meaning of the name. In my own local dialect, I could not get it so succinct. It couldn't come through. The only place I could get it was that Yoruba is rich. And it's, I've seen someone that I really want to care for, pamper and take care of. And mm-hmm. that's it. I don't care what about... It can be any. And to that extent, so when you see Morenike Enang, it tells <laughs> you that this lady is a Nigerian first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then you can start finding out tomorrow, at her time and her age, she can choose to settle in any part of Nigeria. Exactly. But that does not in any way make her less a Nigerian. Hmm. At the end of it all, this month, as we get into this month, I'd like to go on a theme. Um, if you, this is where you 
you you would as if you'd like it making life count what are those things i will do that will really make life count and that's why i was talking about um a legacy field or a legacy driven life on on thursday more like a segue for me into um, the importance of the things that we do and i barely want to start from a very simple perspective and that perspective is sharing my personal experience and that has to do with having a legacy statement mm. friends i'm about to share with you my legacy statement which i wrote with my own hands very many years ago and i want you to ask me i want you to also tell me if at the end of the day you do not see what I'm doing now in that legacy statement, I didn't just wake up from the blues and say to myself, this is how I'm going to go. It wasn't anywhere beleface. Like, I just see everybody doing X. I also want to be this. No, because I have a sense of where I'm going and I'm trusting God to get me there. The question I asked on Thursday was, is building a legacy important to you? If the answer is yes, have you started that journey by looking at what and what you need? Have you thought of having a legacy statement? This is the legacy statement I wrote many years ago. This is mine. I want people who come in contact with me to see possibilities beyond their present Thriving on strong initiative and creativity with a finishing mentality or mindset that will deliver good success and a sense of self-worth. So the key words for me was around people, was around a finishing mindset, was around good success and the self-worth. So I want, that's what I want. If I come in contact with you, if he, and I leave you after 30 seconds, I must leave with some level of positivity such that you will see the best from the worst. But if I'm not in that space, it means I'm not creating the future I want to see. And that's so important. We are thriving so much on negativity in this land. I mean, it started like a joke. When you pick up any newspaper, the first thing you'll see, it's either about kidnapping, evil, evil, evil. The only place you don't find evil is when you turn into the inside back cover where you look at sports. But it, that's the only place when you go from the, from the rear. So over time, by way, by way of habit, you read the top first uh, front page and then you go to the back page for one columnist or the other, then you start reading from the back. I don't know how many of you that happens to you when you're looking at the newspapers. And then you land on sports. If you're a sports person, if you're not a sports person, you keep shifting and then you start seeing obituaries. And as those obituaries or in memoriam as used to be seen or written, then you go back to the inside front cover and then you start reading from page 2, page 3, continued on page 16, depending on what the subject. But the reality is... Isn't it high time that you and I can look at the things that make life count? The greatest thing that makes life count is when you have a legacy-filled life. And it starts from you. You know, it is very sad. 
it is extremely sad that we find ourselves where we are as a country and as a people. Do we want to say that leadership has failed us? Yes. Leadership did not fail us now. Leadership failed donkey years ago, decades ago. Leadership is still failing. So rather than us pointing fingers, you know, and WhatsApp has actually made it even worse for, for Nigerians because now we are copy and paste experts. That is why I don't belong to every Jack Rag and Tom Straw group. Anytime anybody puts me in any group, I delete and I get out. Why? Because it's the same information that is circulated all around and people do not spend time to even check. So we consume a lot of negatives. I mean, but good things are happening every day. Starting from you. The best thing that ever happens to you and I every day is that we wake up, we stretch our legs, stretch our arms, stretch our bodies, that we have life. If you doubt the importance of that little that little gift of life, walk into the world and you find people that can't stand up, can't walk, people can't raise their hands, then you actually know that God has given you an opportunity to be an expression of grace and goodness upon the face of the earth. So why do you choose to live a life that is different? Why do you choose to live a life that you're going to hurt your brother or hurt your sister? Why do you choose to do the things that do not even allow you to be proud of the output of what you've said and done? I mean, I've I've heard Nigerians um, in all facets, whether you listen to radio, you on Twitter, on whatever platform, oh, why is our government so insensitive? I'm not an advocate of government. I don't work for the government because government is the people. We are the government. We elected the leaders that we see. We may not have appointed the ministers, but we elected the ones that appointed whoever. So by extension, whoever has been appointed by the people we elected are directly or indirectly products of our own judgment. So when you have a chance to get up, especially elites, the people that are translating, the average guy on the street has no time for WhatsApp. They are action-oriented, but they are in the majority. They are what you may call in economic indicator parlance, bottom of the pyramid. So you have socioeconomic classes. You have A, B, C, D, and E. So the D, E economic class, socioeconomic class is there, is rife. These guys are about 60, if not 65%. And little wonder why the other 35%, what you may call middle class to the upper class, they are less than, what, 30%. But this 30% can be your 30% of value. But this will be a 30% of what? Quantity. But these are the guys when the time comes. Where does the influence come from? The, low, the guy at the lower ebb, would not influence the guy at the top. Today, there are a lot of drivers, security men, who are being influenced by the way their orgas treat them. And so when they also want to become orga in their own spaces, you, lead, you ask yourself, how did this man or woman get influenced? He or she was influenced by the boss or the person he is working for. 
So when you look at it from that lens, we need to start having some life reflections. Is this the country we want our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren? Do we want them to live this way? I was coming to the station this morning, the radio station. Anytime I say station, people say to me, eh, what happened? Are you okay? You know? Yeah. Does that happen to you, I said, I have to, okay, I have to be at the station. They say, station, I hope nothing. I said, nothing. I'm going to Lagos Talks. Okay, station, radio station. A car was driving right in front of me. And then someone dropped a cellophane bag. I just finished eating and dropped it. You know, and I said, you know, our mindsets are totally warped. That person in that car, and that car was one of those you will call executive cars on the road then i imagine the man in there did he ask himself this thing i'm dropping would it actually harm or do some harm to some other person would it litter the street well when they now talk about third mainland bridge as the dirtiest bridge in the world how will he feel or she feel because it could be either i don't know who dropped it our actions every day speak to the fact that as a people, we are not structured to think of legacy. We are not structured to look at life and reflections. So let me ask you, have you when were you least productive and when were you most productive? Because we don't even realize that it's our productivity that generates everything that we need. And negativity can never bring about productivity. Yes, it can in a negative sense. A destructive means cannot bring about a constructive end. And so you wake up in the morning, you're cussing. You wake up in the morning, you're under pressure. Late Raskimona, I love that song, Under Pressure. On, why are you under pressure? For what? Who are you trying to impress? Material possessions? career and then on the other hand you have a family you have children i'm sorry to say this but so many men are, are have a feeling in their responsibilities i know that you're going to probably say so are women but the capacity and the status of holding the bay is with a man but really and truly, the strength and character of the being you see comes from the woman. And the God has a way to complement both. And that's the question we need to ask ourselves. And I'm asking you, when did you last have the least sense of belonging? Have you, have you looked at your brother or your sister? Have you looked at the fellow in the same ship with you, like I'm in the same ship with Ifi now? Social distancing in the studio. If he's like, even if I stretch my hand twice, I can't get to if he. <laughs> but am I concerned that if I don't see her, that I can actually reach out? I was on the bridge today and I called one of my guys, um, one of my colleagues, ex-colleagues at um, at Cadbury. It was one of my colleagues. Abiola I just It just flashed through my mind. I said, oh my God. Then I called him. And by the time I got to the radio station, he called back because he didn't pick it. I said, no, Abiola, I just called to say hello. I've, I've not, you flashed through my mind. 
He said, ah, Ogami, a long time. Now, this, this gentleman uh, was a colleague when I was at Cadbury. We met at Cadbury many years ago. But we've become family. So how many times do you have someone cross your mind and you just reach out? That man, all he probably just needed was just someone to speak to him or her. I hope Nigerians, we can understand what it takes to make life count. What makes life count is not the billions that they are stealing. Look at their lives. They're not any better. See, let me tell you something, guys. Hmm? All these men that are stealing, they will vomit it. You're wondering how they'll vomit it? Their heritage will be lost. Because money is like vapor. It's gone. The children that they bear will come and not go through the process. They can't enjoy that wealth. It is fleeting. It will disappear like vapor. Continue stealing. Drive the best cars. And most of them, you see, a very big man. There was a day we were coming, coming in from Dubai. I wasn't coming from Dubai. I think I was coming from Paris. So then I, I used to fly Emirates. Don't ask me why I have to go 14 hours. It was more, it was a lot better for me. When I had to use some other airline, uh, by the time I get to Paris, I'll, I'll be so tired in the morning. But funny enough, if and that's not giving these guys undue head time. So let me not speak to it. But this is what shocked me. If he, I didn't know this man. I'd not met him, but I knew of him. And, you know, typically when you're coming in, um, uh, you it was, well, that that particular flight, I actually upgraded, so I flew first. And then you would all come in the first and then every other business and economy will come in through the next window, boarding from Dubai. I got in and my my seat was just there because in the first, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're just eight. And then I can't remember what my, my I think my, my seat was an aisle seat at the back. And this man was at the back too. He barely, he could barely move. It was, what I saw was a skeleton. A man that had means. A man that had power. This man, if money wow. was to be, he, that man would buy that aircraft and pay for everybody's seat. That certain man. But he was helpless. He had to bring, the people helping him sat at business class, so they gave them the seats just after, after first. And I looked at this man. I said, ah, this is what the preacher said about vanity. You see, with all the health, with all the wealth, I beg your pardon, he could not buy his health. And yet people are struggling for this money. And one, just one sickness and one illness, you will now use that same money to buy back the health which you never created for others. Then I looked at him and I said, if this man had actually built hospitals, did he, would you have needed people to bring him on wheelchairs? I'm not, I just sat there and the reality of life hit me. And the simplicity of it. So, friends, this is, as we get into this, this month, I've told you it's, it's really a month where we want to talk about 
What are those things that make life count? Is it the money, your, your money, money, possessions? No. No one sits in the place of possessions. What exactly is going to make you happy? Are you concerned about your health? Do you even see your spouse or your partner as someone that you need to invest time in? Because you may follow this career, putting all your energies into this career. And just like we had before COVID, they issue a letter of, see you, we don't, your services are no longer required. Which house would you go to? And when you get home, your children will come out, daddy, oh, yo, yo. These days, you don't hear children sing those songs. Daddy, mommy, oh, yo, yo. I don't know why. If he, did you sing daddy, oh, yo, yo? Of course. Are you sure? <laughs> because your generation now say, hi, dad. <laughs> My father will slap you from the back and then you report in the front and he will balance you from this side. These days, you guys call it what? Spanking a child. There's something... It's abuse. Abuse. Thank you. <laughs> you know, when my dad... Um, it was his 85th birthday some months back. So when we got there, I started giving him, you know, more like reminiscences of my time with my dad. I said, ah... I said, I said to him, I said, because I call him Ososuk, so I said, I said, you try, you deal with me well, well, he said, what did I do? I said, remember, there was one particular day, because my dad worked at the Federal Government Press at Malu Road, Ministry of Information, and that's where everything that had to do with the government, this country, ah, if he, yay, every single official communication by the federal government of Nigeria, emanated for the federal government press. Whether it's gazettes, everything that you needed was printed there. They had a first-class printing press. The office, there was one in Broad Street here, and there was another, Malu Road, opposite Coca-Cola, that Malu Road. That was where, go to that building now, FGP, federal government press. It's a monument. My dad, then, I will have to, in the morning... I have to make sure that he used to wear French French suits then. I'll iron his French suit, get his shoes ready, get his socks ready. His shoes and the socks, they must match. If I'm taking, it must match black shoes. So it has to be blue socks or black, or if it's brown, different colors and I'll put in. And then one day, we didn't have power in the morning. And so when I ironed it, I actually ironed a different shade and my dad, he didn't also see, he just wore it straight and it came out. Oh and my, my mom God. said, AJ, okay, that's his, those are his initials, AJ. She said, AJ, what is this? He said, what? He said, have you looked at the mirror? He said, no. And then he said, said this is like chocolate and vanilla. And my dad looked at himself. He said, where is he? <laughs> he didn't... <laughs> And I was telling my father this a few months. He said, where is he? She said, who? <laughs> I said, yes, daddy. I got there. He didn't ask. He said, bring your head here. Come. <laughs> See, that knock. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My entire system oh was reset. And the thing entered. You know, he entered and came to my toes. He <laughs> said, stupid thing. Haven't I told you to pay attention to details? So if I didn't see anybody, I would embarrass myself. Now, 
my dad had um you know i've told you before that it's kind of physically challenged you know and don't um i shook my head but i learned one lesson if he if i lift a document now the first thing i'll spot will be an error before i even read it i tell you i kid you not when esther comes ask her ask people that have worked with me and those that are listening if you give me a document to sign the first set of things i'll spot without even reading it i'll spot the gorilla i'll tell you this thing is fraught with doc with errors from that day i learned one lesson and that lesson has stayed with me till this day i was a little boy i was a teenager but paying attention to detail from that day the power of observation and learning entered me and i tell you it has been the major entity that has made life count for me it has made life count for me in the boardroom i will get into you get into an executive boardroom you can sit down as you're sitting down you know the camps that are in the camp by observation that detail my father would tell me let your eyes work this eyes no little wonder that the scripture talks about the eyes that is the light into the body when you have your eyes working then you know that you can see and that's why visioning is very important a man without a vision can never know what he's walking to neither would he know where he's walking from at the end is a na- a man or woman that does not even understand what it takes to have a life of legacy so If we are going to make life count, this is not the time we are going to sit and continue in this brigandage of people are stealing money one every day billion billion trillion after that and then we are bothered we should ask ourselves how did how are we going to stop this stealing? Because really and truly when you think about it I thank God for the grace I say that many times I thank God for God's grace. I also thank God for the parents I had because some of these people that are stealing it didn't start now. It started when they were small, but they must have been seeing their parents. Parents would steal or do some things and they think the children are not. You think my 7-year-old daughter would not know when I'm if I start bringing things home and they are not mine and I'm I'm saying and having conversations on the phone how we are going to lie. then these guys wake up and then you think our teens our youths they are product of homes it's because the parents have dipped their hands and heads in the wrong things all through my life living with my parents not one day did i ever see them lock lock the door to their bedroom it never happened and it still does not happen till today and yet it was a house full of many uncles of mine because there was one thing that was there was about trust. So what nation are we looking for? How are we doing in Nigeria? Making Nigeria count in the committee of nations. It's not going to start from any other place but the family. We'll be back. We'll take a short break and we'll come back. Remember, we're looking at making life count. Having a legacy-filled life. What does it mean to you? Is it about possessions? Is it about recreation, traveling, rest and relaxation? Is it about learning? Is it about family? Is it about children? 
Is it about your career, your spouse? Is it about service to humanity? Whatever it is, you have to see yourself first and foremost as a trustee. I thank God because being a true servant and steward makes you a, a real trustee of posterity. Nigerians need to, we need to erupt a new thinking that we are recruiting trustees. I want you to start seeing yourself as a trustee. And when you are a trustee, you are, something has been bequeathed to you as a steward to cater for, not to destroy. We will stop destroying each and one of us in confidential whispers. You will not steal what is meant for a common patrimony. Shame on any man who has been given resources to bless a people and it turns around to be a curse. And what is the curse that is on the same place that the same people die, where the same monies it took away, personal aggrandizement, and he thinks he's going to have a life filled with legacy? No, no, no. No. There's no way. It's not a curse, but he's plugged himself into a curse. So stop worrying about these guys that are stealing. Let's worry about how we can build a new future starting now. Because our legacy is, in our, is ahead of us. The children are following us. What examples are they seeing at home? How does my daughter know that it is wrong to take another man's property? How does my daughter understand that when she looks at certain things? You know, I was educating her yesterday. I said, listen, when you see PG, it means parental guidance. When you see 13, it means until you are 13, you can't watch that movie. She said, okay. When you see 16, and anytime you see SNVL, S stands for sex, N stands for nudity, V for violence, and then language. I had to break it down for my seven-year-old daughter yesterday. So if you go come into my house and you, and then she, no magic. She, anything magic, she will, she will tell you, Auntie Fee, my daddy says nobody should watch this. Especially when I'm around, we cannot watch this. So go to a family channel. That is how legacy is starting. She will take those values and those values are what you bring outside. But if you do not spend time to correct yours, to build yours, we can't build a society. If we have to make life count, let's see ourselves first and foremost as stewards. We'll take a short break and we'll get back. I'll open the phone lines to hear your own perspective as we journey through this beautiful month um, in view. This is Navigate with ID. Brought to you by Corporate Shepherds. Welcome back, my dear friends. If you're just joining us, it's Navigate with ID. And uh, we're looking at the theme or the subject, making life count. And the sub-direction or dimension that I look, or we looked at was living a legacy-filled life and how that can be important to you. I'm going to open the phone lines now to hear from you. What do you understand by living a legacy-filled life? And how, if you don't, would you like to be remembered? Do you have a legacy statement? I just shared mine with every one of you. I'd like you to share that with me and us. So we can all begin to walk towards a certain dimension of power, of knowledge, seeking what is best for us because we are all trustees. If you are a trustee, give me a call. 
Lagos Talks, good afternoon. Hello, Mr. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I have to ask you, you know, just, it's like, you're putting, it's like, I'm an old soldier, you are trying to renew me. I want to ask you just a few questions, because this is your program, enlightening me into my heart. Okay, so who, who's calling, sir? It's concerning muffled. Hello? Yeah. You know, I don't know, I don't know how to explain. What was explain or explain what you're teaching? I want to ask you just two questions. Yes, please. Have you written any book? Yes, I have not published yet. It's about to be published. Yes, about to be published. And you have a podcast. Okay. Yes, I do have a podcast um, on the website uh, navigatewithid.com. You can get the, the podcasters there. And don't you think that these things you are you're saying? Because it touches, I don't know how to express or how to, how to say what, what is this topic you are, you are, you are talking about. How it touched my heart. Thank you, sir. So I would, like, I would like you to write some books so that, not just saying it now, so that people, children, the next generation can always, even when you're not on they can always keep your books. Like this topic is just, don't just what you said from the book. Just pick them and, you know, put them into a book and then, uh, even myself, I would like to buy because I'd like to give to my children because they're not here and I don't know how they can get have access to what to get there or you just sent to me. Who who's calling, sir? What's your name, sir? Yes, it's just name is Mr. George. Mr. George. Thank you very much, yes. Mr. George. I have um, I don't know how to appreciate you. Sorry? I don't know how to appreciate you. No, thank God. I'm thank God for his grace. And thank you for your very wise counsel. Yes, I will take that to heart and I will begin to walk towards it. God bless you. Thank you, Mr. George. Well, the numbers to call 0809-191-3913, 0809-222-0913, and 0809-234-5913. That also is a WhatsApp line. So if you want to send a WhatsApp, please do. All right. This is from Matthew saying, Mr. Idy, good afternoon. I really appreciate your effort over the years, sir. God bless you. Because I'm a university graduate, but I was so dejected because I was diagnosed of glaucoma and I was told no remedy yet for it. I've been given, I've given up on life because my hope seems to have been shattered. But hearing you over time, sir, you've given me a ray of hope. And please, what do you think that I could do um, or learn at this point, a job without much eye demand so that I can get my life back together. Well, I don't know if you're the same person that probably called sometime or wrote in, but just in case you're not. I mean, uh, listen, I just gave the story of my father. My father had an accident in 1972 that practically um, took, away, um, took away sight, I would say, to a large extent. And here I was, I was just six years old, and then that was when my, my immediate younger brother was born that year. Um, this accident happened in November, and um, it happened in November. My brother was born in February. And my mom, in that state, uh, still had to raise four children. And I, 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 I grew up seeing my mom. She was mother, driver, everything to all of us in the house. And there are two principal things that matter to her, her husband and her children. Fast forward to my dad. He's 85 right now. Okay? They did stop him. He kept working. He was a civil servant. He was able to take up at the Ministry of uh, Information. I just said so. Now, 
his visual impairment did not stop him. Just that little ray of light that my father saw was enough. It projected from inside of him and he was able to go through his career. And when he retired after 35 years from service, he, he retired. But I tell you, a lot of that he did with visual impairment. You can decide to stay where you are and nothing will happen. And you can choose to get up, take up your bed and walk. Every decision anyone makes, it's a function of the choice you make. That you don't decide to move, it's a choice. Mm. If you are waiting for anybody to help you, you will wait in vain. There is no pity party. You must keep walking. And as you're walking, God has ordained from the foundations of the earth people that he calls destiny partners that are destined to meet you on the road. Every story you hear will always be someone coming in contact with another. Your contact person is on the way. If you don't get up and walk, you will not meet him or her. If you stay where you are, you may not meet him. So, what I'll say to you, whatever is in your heart, just do it. Don't sit back. Glaucoma is just one of those. There are other kinds of diseases. As long as we are in this earth, it is given after the fall that man must go through some form of dis-ease. Mm. God put us in a place of ease. But man decided to go on the other side and became diseased. So DIS comes in to join the ease, and that's why we have disease. Diseases are there, but they are not meant to hamper us. We are meant to rise up and be the best. So whatever you want to be and who you want to be, take up your bed and work. Make life count, friend, and I know you can make it happen. Okay, Lagos Talks, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. Who's calling? I'm Ebuka, where are you calling from? <laughs> good. Uh, in the way to that. Go ahead. Hello? Ify Legacy and... Did you say Ify Legacy? No, Ify Legacy. Ah. <laughs> I will okay. shoot you from here. No, 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 sir. Adelaya. You see, uh, just like we want to say, teaching your daughter how to live out, you know, grow. Like Jesus said, he said, he learned to be learned from things he passed through. You know, at times, we are meant to make our decision, take our decision, not only what the parents are supposed You see, because if we didn't really take that decision, both steps to stand on what is right, honestly, we'll be falling out. This is your country, I don't know. Go ahead, what? It's not your country, Abby. <laughs> Come on for my... They said this is your country. Yeah, yeah, boy. I saw Ebuka today, actually. I won't tell you where. Immediately I saw him, I said, are you going to see if he said no? I think I he got a voucher. <laughs> he he had a voucher or something? Oh, yes. He yeah, won he won a voucher. Yes, yeah, I saw him. Did. Okay. This is coming from Peter on Twitter saying, Good afternoon, my favorite Uncle ID. Oh, my favorite Peter, how are you? <laughs> I don't know where you find the hope in a nation that once was. But maybe I'm quicksand into my pessimistic patriot mm. as I become from existing in our geospace. But I realize that you have hope in the individual, not the nation. Like yes, Uncle. I do have hope in the individual, Peter. And, you know, it takes a lot it, but it just takes just one candle to be lit. Mm -hmm. And that candle can light another and there'll be a conflagration. Okay? 
Lagos Talks, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You're on to Lagos Talks, but you're sounding distant. Who's calling, sir? I'm quite Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Who's calling? My name is Solomon of from Edimu. I'm Oh, Solomon from Edimu. Thank you, sir. Let's have your thoughts. I'm quite God Almighty will bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, and you too. Amen. It's just that some of us, we, we are just uh, following from the background. We don't normally come, but ever since I got to know about this your program, Tuesday and Thursdays, I don't think I've missed them for any reason. Thank you. And just like the first caller said, yes, what you are doing now, your podcast or whatever can be there, but like some of us are bookworms and generations to come, to come, you will do us a lot of good if you put all this idea, all this uh, vision into book, it will mm-hmm. do us a lot of good. So I'm still like begging that you should look into that. Okay, sir. And like you touched on two things today, like you talk about what you saw on your way coming to the station. Somebody that took something from the from the, from the car. Uh, uh, vehicle. Yeah. Like the church I attend, we do go uh, with the vehicle. I happen to control the vehicle. I told the people, I said, this country for us to move it forward, like the erosion or whatsoever we are seeing, every rain is Yes. We, the government has its own, but we we humans do come and I told them nobody, if you eat anything, you must drop it in the floor yes. of the bread of, of the, the bus. Yes. Never will anybody that is in the bus that I'm sitting will throw such a thing. And mm. like you mentioned another thing, and like I do tell people, what we have seen today, our society, is the reflection of the family. Once we get right from the family front, the yes. society will be good to go. Yes, sir. Why the, what yes, sir. you for us? Amen. And we will keep on following you. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are, Something that we are looking up to. God will keep us, keep you for us. In Amen. And keep you too and keep all of us. Thank you, Mr. Oh, Solomon. You. Bless you. Lagos Talks, good afternoon. Okay, we lost our caller. Um, 0809-191-3913, 0809-222-0913, and 0809-234-5913. That also is a WhatsApp line. And if you want to tweet... It's at Lagos Talks 913, and you can tag at I-D-Y-E-N-A-N-G. N-G-N-G. Good afternoon, Kwaizu. Yes, sir. Who's calling? Good afternoon. Uh, my name is John. I am calling from the road. From where? The road. From the road. I hope you are. Are you? Okay. <laughs> you know, I'll ask you. So, so uh, Kwaizu, thank you. Thank you so very much for all that you have done. Thank and uh, today, uh, God will keep the blessing that the other person will say. Amen. But then you say something that is very, very bad, resonates in me. Uh, when you talk about upbringing, yeah. um, today I got married recently. Oh, congratulations. Thank you, sir. But today, I know no matter, unless it is worth keeping me out, mm. I can't sit out beyond 9 p.m. Mm. And that is because from the home from my dad did not allow me to stay mm. out beyond 7 p.m. Mm. Even as an undergraduate, mm. when I talked, I was already an adult. And the fact that I have this uh, children teacher in my college school that one, if you wanted to come to me, very tough, to have a father that is very tolerant, 
and then after disciplining you at home, then we talk you to your teacher and the child. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, double disaster. So because yeah. of that fear and respect for him, in fact, I was a student in school and my parents did not even know where my school was in, mm. in, in the north. I studied in the north. They never visited me at school. But whenever I'm hanging out with friends and it's 8.30, I will tell them I have to go home. I am on coffee. I didn't mm. live in the campus. I stayed off campus. But I was living alone. And they already know. Yeah. got to a point where they did one reminding me that, guys, time don't reach you. It's time for you to yeah. start with because you your mommy will be cheap. Mm. And, so, and all of these things, and like you said, it's some who will become yes. when we are adults. Mm. I mean, to Thank pay, you. I work for a manufacturing company. I went to pick as a film. I mean, so the family, the company, you know very well. I'm sure you have your career there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I got the hint. So I went to I went to pick stuff from a distributor, and they gave me excess of twelve cases. Mm. I didn't know. I delivered to the customer. The customer like I ordered for this amount. Why do I have this? And the customer, I wanted to declare. The customer insists on paying. I collected the money immediately. I called this person. So he gave me a of this quantity, and I already have the money with me. I already sold them. I'm giving the money to you. And the person was shocked and amazed. Like thank you very much. I don't even know. I've lost anything. Yeah. I was in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, John. I sorry. I have to. We have to run. Um, thank you so much. Um, I saw Michelle. You know, just straddling as um, the next Miss World. And, uh, <laughs> that tells you that time, that time, means. time is around the bend. Um, you know, it's been it's been a great time. So I look forward to a Thursday, folks. We will continue on Thursday. And remember, you know, making life count starts from you asking yourself, do you want to have a legacy-filled life? And like I did share with most of you when I started, it was like a joke when I wrote this, um, my own legacy statement. And I would like to close on that note. Just to rehash what I said I, was my legacy statement many years ago. And this is it. I wrote it to myself, and this was a letter to myself and myself into my future. I said, I want people who come in contact with me to see possibilities beyond their present, thriving on strong initiative and creativity with a finishing mindset that will deliver good success and a sense of self-worth. Today, I'm living that dream. You know, things don't happen by accident. They happen by design. And design is one thing that we are products of. Mm -hmm. So I'll see you guys on Thursday by God's grace. Um, keep it fresh, keep it good, and don't do what you cannot tell your mother. Trust <laughs> me, there are many things <laughs> you can't like tell that. your father. But the one you tell, like my mother, I if, if I want my mom to, God forbid, to die now, just go and tell her that they found me EFCC carry, my mom will just die. <laughs> so I will not steal. So don't do what you can't tell your mother. My boss, if he... See you on Thursday. Uncle Heidi, Thank you. It's always a pleasure sure. having you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for today's session, yeah. Uncle Heidi. Looking forward to Thursday.